0: When I was in the NBA, strategy was something that I, that's how I succeeded. That's how I had success when I was able to play for 13 years because at some point, how we were just talking about, you get older and you're not able to do what you once were able to do out there on the court. So yeah, I I'd really like watching how strategy comes into a match because it's not just your physical skills that are gonna win the day. I've I've played against so many people who, you know, physically are better athletes, but if you have better technique or better strategy, you can neutralize all of their strength and, and beat them.
1: Uh, hey everyone, John Worth. I'm here. It is this week's Sports Illustrated Tennis Podcast. We have an unusual guest who we're thrilled to have on this week: hardcore tennis fan, former NBA player, all-around good guy jason collins we're recording this on a tuesday morning on monday night just about 12 hours ago jason and his brother spoke at the democratic convention in philadelphia so we talk a bit about that and then we get to some hardcore tennis talk this is a guy who's not afraid to break out a camilla georgie reference such is the level of his fandom uh full disclosure uh jason and i go back to the week where he decided to um Reveal himself as a gay athlete for Sports Illustrated, so we've, we've had a bond from that. Um, you know, Im- Immodestly, that's one of the more meaningful pieces. I've been a part of at Sports Illustrated, and uh, he and I have, have kept in touch since then, um, but not least to discuss tennis, because this guy knows his stuff, he plays, he's played for a long time, we're going to talk about all that. So without further ado, let's bring him on and welcome hardcore tennis fan, out and proud tennis fan. Jason Collins.
0: Hey, thanks for doing that. I'm like trying to do four different things at the same time. My cell phone is blowing up with emails and text messages. I need an assistant. Leave your phone. <laughs> I was, was going to say,
1: can, can you, uh, can't you hire a summer intern?
0: Yeah, I know. seriously.
1: <laughs> There's some Stanford junior that would love to have Jason Collins on his resume. <laughs> you got to get on that. still July. Hey, how have you, you been? Good, good. How you doing?
0: I'm doing great. I'm you, doing great.
1: You, uh, that was good stuff last night.
0: Thank you. You, Thank uh you.
1: this, this, this podcast, we, we, we go everywhere. Uh, you know, you know why you're doing this, right? You, no, let's hear it. You, no, you, you, you and I have a bond, and, and you're a good guy, but you're also, uh, you're a serious tennis fan. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. But let's, yeah. let's
1: I want to start with last well, night. I'm not just
0: man. a tennis fan, I am a serious a tennis player. And a serious test.
1: Yeah, exactly. Now, you were saying you're uh you're you're serving triple digits last time we talked.
0: Yeah, yeah, I can get the I can get the, the first serve cranking up there. Um that's about it. <laughs> oh, come on. The physics no, uh the physics my, are in no, your favor. It's it's funny because uh I played in the uh the Desert Smash, you know, the charity uh yeah, event sure, sure, right sure. before Indian Wells, the past couple years and this year when I went uh, I got so many people coming up coming out to me and say, Wow, you've improved so much. See it's, it's like the whole backhanded compliment of yeah, like right. you really sucked <laughs>
1: and now you're like okay. <laughs> you've gotten a lot better since the last time I saw you. Yeah. The um wait, I want to ask you about last night though. Yes. How did yes, the, yes, yes, yes. how did uh how's that even work? I mean did did you I mean I know you, you have ties to yeah. the uh to the so Clinton we've kn- campaign. We've
0: known the we've known the Clinton family for a very long time. We were classmates with Chelsea, and through Chelsea, got to meet her parents when we were uh, at Stanford. In fact. Uh, the Clinton family came to our graduation party nice. <laughs> at Stanford. So that was a really cool moment when, uh, you know, in the middle of our graduation party, you know, the Secret Service walks in with Bill, Hillary, and Chelsea. <laughs> and, and my grandma um, <laughs> just, I mean, she loved uh, or loved, uh, my grandma uh, passed away last Christmas, but she so. loved the Clintons. And she, to see, you know, her, uh, we have pictures with her with, with everyone, and then like you know, she is lit up. <laughs>
1: that's a good. P- that's a good party trick.
0: Yeah, yeah. So um, we've been uh, surrogates for uh, for Hillary pretty much from day one. Like when she announced that she was running for president, um, and I've been all over the campaign trail uh, for her. I've been to several states. Uh, went to uh, Nevada. Oregon, Minnesota, New York. Just oh, their mileage out uh, of you. Uh, uh, just, and, and, just, and it, it's it's been a really cool experience to travel the country and talk about why I support Hillary Clinton, why I think she will be the uh, next best uh, American president. And um, about a month ago, I <laughs> it's funny. I was scheduled to do um, an event in Istanbul. This is obviously before the whole everything went down in Istanbul. Right uh, through the State Department, a, a sports envoy trip, and the campaign uh, reached out to me and said, "Hey, are you coming to Philadelphia? And if you end up coming, there's uh, an opportunity we we might, you know, ask you to to speak." And I was like, "Wow!" <laughs> so. Um, I and it was set up through my the trip to Istanbul was set up through the uh, the NBA, so I called my folks, uh, my my bosses at the NBA, and said, "Okay, I have this opportunity, um, and this is something that's once in a lifetime kind of thing." And um, so they were very uh, gracious and worked with me, and uh, <laughs> and ultimately, obviously, um, the trip to Istanbul would have been canceled anyways. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but. Um, Uh, Very fortuitous that uh, this opportunity came about, and uh, you know, immediately said yes, and uh, and and plus doing it with my brother um, makes it that you know that much more special. Um, So yeah, it was just a matter of you know writing the speech, and you know, they they the campaign about a week ago. Um, Yeah, about a week ago. Uh, Came to us with uh, some talking points and you know, what's interesting is I Wrote so then I I ended up actually writing the speech um, on when was that Friday night and I did it at the home of uh, a former tennis player um, Who lives in the DC area and uh, I went to visit him. Uh, he just had some uh, baby boys.
1: No, you're, birth you're of, birth just, of just say, sons. Just say who and, it is. You, you can you can reverse engineer this so easily. Just just say the name now. Uh, You've given up too much. Anyone that wants to know <laughs> can find this in three uh, three keystrokes now.
0: Yeah. All right, so so uh, there's, there's, well, will sta- let him. I'll let him tell the story. I'll let him tell the story if right. it ever you know. But, yeah, so I was visiting him and his uh, his twin sons and uh, cute babies, <laughs> um, and right after you know dinner, I was like, "You know, I need to go write the speech." <laughs> so I went to the guest bedroom and ended up uh, writing the speech, and uh, it you know, it came about, and, uh, and then of course, the campaign said, "Okay, that's a great speech, but we have to cut it for time." <laughs> I was like, "Wait! (laughs) I worked so hard on this thing." You post the whole Uh, thing online. Yeah, it was a great back and forth uh, between the campaign and myself, and um, it came to uh... to something that we were both uh, happy with.
1: It sounded strikingly similar to something Michelle Obama said in (laughs) two thousand eight. What? um, So what? What was the scene? uh, Did I don't know if did Did you stick around? I mean. Oh, yeah, I was there the entire night. So what, uh, is there like a, gre- yeah. a green room where it's, I mean, it's almost like a, I was thinking like a comedy club where everybody's kind of backstage and it's your time to go out and... Uh... Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, you know, so um, but that's before. Before is definitely like surreal, like uh, backstage, you know, downstairs, backstage, um, and you can see Sarah Silverman and, um, uh, just, <laughs> you know, actresses and singers and, you know, Demi Lovato's walking around and...
1: Um, Sounds like your graduation yeah. party.
0: Yeah, no, but I, yeah. I, I assume
1: you you knew Cory. Did you did you overlap with Cory Booker? Yeah, at Stanford? So
0: that's that's a, that's someone else that we uh, saw backstage. Cory Booker, a Stanford guy. I was so proud of all the Stanford people
1: from last night. No, no I mean, Condi Cor- Rice, but otherwise uh, Stanford was roughing.
0: Yeah, Cory Booker, uh, Stanford guy, and yes, we um, I, I've been to an event of his in Los Angeles before and got to meet him, and um, so we took a call. Cool, you know, nerd nation picture. You know, Stanford. <laughs> Stanford's got to represent. So, yeah, with Corey and um, Joe Kennedy, uh, my former roommate.
1: Um, oh, that's right. So, I forgot about
0: that. Yeah. Yeah. So, he's obviously now a congressman for uh, from Massachusetts and doing a great job. And he, <laughs> I was texting back and forth with him. So, <laughs> before he went on, he told me, he's like, he's like, Dude, guess where I'm, I'm going? And I said, "Where?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'm going to be on right after Michelle Obama." <laughs> he's like, "I'm that lucky guy <laughs> yeah, to right, exactly. uh, go on stage right after Michelle." <laughs> like, he's going to do like a mic drop moment, and then like I get to be the guy to go pick up the mic and, <laughs> ah, and so
1: then worries.
0: introduce Elizabeth Warren.
1: <laughs> Following the Beatles, it's the plate spinners. The um, so what? I, I don't know. You know how you watch sports and, and a guy runs on the field and they don't show him. Yes. So yes. last night there's all. I mean Elizabeth Warren's speaking and there's all the screaming and she's looking to the side, but the cameras didn't pan the crowd. Like what was going on?
0: There was a small section of Bernie supporters that, um, were doing sort of their last, uh, last gas, <laughs> you know, just, uh, uh, just being, as Sarah Silverman said, ridiculous. Uh, they were being ridiculous. Um, and, you know I get it that you know you're disappointed that your candidate uh didn't make it, and you know I was the same way in in two thousand and eight and but it was okay now that you know Barack Obama has won the the nomination is gonna be our candidate. we gotta put our full weight behind Barack Obama and get him in the White House because the other option is not an option, <laughs> and it's the same thing now where I think uh, the first lady spoke about it so eloquently last night. When your candidate doesn't make it, it's a, you know you're disappointed, yes, your candidate. But at this, in the same breath, it's okay. We do have a candidate uh, who's going to be our, our Democratic nominee, and we have to get behind that candidate and make sure that that candidate is our next president.
1: I saw and, someone. Uh, uh... It's a
0: process, you know. It's a process that, you know, you know it happens you know, every convention, and uh, I think, um, you know, each day it will get better, and, you know, finally by Thursday, you know, we will be 100% united uh, backing Hillary Clinton.
1: Are you you sticking around?
0: No, I have to get back to Los Angeles on uh, Wednesday, so I leave Wednesday morning.
1: League, League tennis?
0: I am actually playing tennis on Wednesday evening. (laughs) See? (laughs) Glad glad you got your priorities straight. (laughs) Yeah, I got to get back out to the courts. Come on.
1: (laughs) You saw Michelle Obama. You saw Cory Booker. Hillary's got the nomination. Now it's tennis time. Two quick announcements. The world's best athletes are converging on Rio, of course, for the Summer Olympics si has a special channel that'll bring you all the top stories in podcast form as they happen just go to your podcast app of choice search sports Illustrated at the games you can also visit sicom slash Olympics for sis complete coverage of the Rio games um, all right let's <laughs> let's uh let's transition to tennis as we're 10 minutes into the- how-, how are you doing on time oh
0: I'm fine okay. I'm fine i am um, fine
1: yeah. yeah. So so yeah, how how did you uh you know it's funny, people are like, Oh, I'm a tennis fan, and then sometimes, oh I love, you know, Venus and whatever her sister's name is, the one with the beads. <laughs> but you're 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 not like that. You're you're hardcore. Oh um, yeah.
0: You, yeah, I, I guess it it started with my family we grew up playing tennis. That was the one sport that all of us, you know, there's four of us between my brother and my my parents that we could all play at the same time. And, you know, I remember, you know, my dad is a lefty and, you know, trying to hit his, you know, at one point he had a a pretty good serve and as a little kid trying to hit the, the lefty spin and then my mom actually ended up becoming the a better tennis player because she uh, was more consistent, and my dad ended up having shoulder surgery. So there is definitely a downside. (laughs) If you have a big serve, the shoulder might give out.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. uh, (laughs) My mom just keeps on plugging away. (laughs) uh, You've got the height,
0: though. Oh, yeah. The height, the angle definitely helps uh, when serving. It definitely um, is is a huge advantage. That's why I say I'm a much better doubles player than I am singles player because of the serve and then I can get up at net and you know be big and you know I love it when people try to lob me it's it's quite hilarious <laughs> <laughs> it's like they 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 do it they try just to see if they can do it and then the, you know they're they're happy for like the you know the the 5% of the time that it works it's like oh that's a shot of the day it's like but you're losing
1: <laughs> i never it's, it's like um it's like drop shotting someone really fast it's like you're more likely to try and lob a tall guy yeah. than a guy of medium yeah. height. I never understood that.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was funny. I was watching the, uh, you know, I was in D.C. for the weekend and watching the Monfils, uh, uh evo Dr. Evo uh, match. And <laughs> when Gao kept trying to lob you know, everybody around us, it was like, yeah, you should stop doing
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a little tip. The guy who's 6'11". Wait, I, I was thinking, though, there is, a, uh, there is a pro tennis player that you saw within the last week who is the same age as that you are, and the same height. You must love this guy.
0: Yeah, it's amazing to see him out there. And that's why, you know, and then being in college, uh, going to Stanford and becoming friends with the Bryan twins, and to see them still out there, you know, plugging away, so... It's amazing. It it's awesome. You know, I, I cheer for the for the older guys in in and in, in, in any sport.
1: You know, in, <laughs> in tennis, everyone's an older guy in tennis now.
0: Yeah. yeah it's really cool to see And, and Serena. I mean, she's
1: what 34 Almost 35. Yeah,
0: exactly. 34, 35, 35. 35? Yeah, so just keep plugging away. Keep keep on winning. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Did um do, do you see tennis through basketball? like when when you go to you know you you go to a lot of events when you when you sit there in the stands are, do you think about this in, in no, sort of NBA I, terms or is this absolute? I
0: think of it more when I'm playing actually in the NBA because when I was in the NBA uh, strategy was uh, something that I that's how I succeeded that's how I had success when I was able to play for 13 years because at some point. Uh, how we were just talking about, you, you know—you get older and you're not able to do what you once were able to do out there on the on the court. So in my matches, I'm constantly thinking strategy, what's the best strategy to come up with? And, and I guess sometimes when I am watching a pro match, it's like, okay, what's the strategy going into it and how do you prepare? And that's why it was really cool to see um, walking around in D.C. over the weekend and before... After the men's doubles final, I went out to the practice courts to watch uh, Gaël uh, warming up, and it was really cool to see like he was working on return a serve <laughs> and like the drills that they were doing. I was like, "That's a really cool drill." And um, okay, and he was just like, "Okay, this is how he's going to try to return the serve of you know one of the best servers in in the sport." And uh, so yeah, I, I do. I I really like watching how um, strategy comes into a match because it's not just your physical skills that are gonna um, win the day. I've I've played against so many people who you know physically are better athletes or you know can jump out of the gym, and, but if you have better technique or better strategy, you can neutralize uh, all of their strengths and, and you know and, and and beat them.
1: You you like Montfey?
0: Do I like who? Do you, oh, oh, do you like? I mean, you, you
1: know, he's uh, he's oh, terrifically. Yeah, he like, can't. He's
0: entertaining. Are right, you kidding right. me? Oh he, man, he. But he's a kind showman. of the
1: anti. But I think he's 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 like the anti Jason Collins, like you were saying.
0: No, nah, mm-hmm. but he's a showman, though. He, he, and that's like you know, I wish I would have you know had uh, you know been, been able to to be a, a showman like that you know out there on the court. Uh, and, and recently, it's it's he still has that flair, but he also has. Uh, to me it's like even when he gets down like he he's still fighting, and I think sometimes in the past when I would watch him he would turn it all into just like doing trick shots and just you know sometimes would sort of there's a saying like let go of the rope kind of thing and just be right, like ah, right. you know but i think uh it, especially after losing the first set and then coming back and, and beating uh evo it was it was really cool to see that you know he's he's you know stuck with it and uh yeah he's he's entertaining he's, he's fun to watch and there's so many Great players and I was sitting with a buddy of mine and I was like who on the female side is like that showman? And we and we came up with like is is it who Bethany Maddox Sans? Is it is it like who on the other side is like like the, the showman on, on for the women's
1: side? That's a good uh, that's a good question. I mean she but yeah. she's more like sartor she's like crazy clothing, but she she's not you know, hitting behind the back shots in the middle of a rally kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, I mean like who is that on the on the female side? I mean,
1: that's
0: Ooh, that's a good I mean, question. Yeah, I mean Serena's going to put on a show in a different right. kind of way. <laughs> but yeah, like, exactly.
1: Yeah. The uh, you're a Serena fan?
0: Oh, huge Serena fan. Huge Serena and Venus fan. Um, I remember going to the uh, Bank of the West Classic years ago when I was uh, geez, I was just out of college and seeing Venus play uh, there, and it, it just that was the first time I, ever, I, I think that was the first time I ever went to a WTA uh, match, and just I appreciate how cleanly they hit the ball, and how hard, It just like it was amazing. It, it, it really, um,
1: yeah, a lot of great memories. I'm I'm, gl- I'm glad too. You just the, the practice courts are like the great gem of tennis that I feel like you're, yeah. you're torn between getting the word out and and letting it be this the hidden restaurant that not everybody knows about. The fact that you can—it's like going to, you know—it's like going to an NBA off day shoot around for for yeah. free and just watching how people go about their business. And uh, yeah. I always say, yeah. like, it's a great. What? Where? Yeah, you know, you've been to. You haven't pulled the career slam yet, have you? You've, you've been. I've been to Got to
0: go. I mean, Australia is the last one. So I've done the French Open, and I uh, got to thank Marty Fish for our so we're we're friends with a lot of different tennis players. <laughs> and uh Marty hooked us up with tickets when we went to the French Open and then went to Wimbledon and the Brian boys hooked us up with tickets when we went to <laughs> Wimbledon and uh and also my buddy Nick McCarville. Um, I think you know he yeah, no, no. some stuff with uh, Yeah, sure, uh, no, no. sure, sure. Yeah, so. yeah. Okay. so Nick uh hooked us up. Uh, with tickets as well uh, to Wimbledon, and also my connection—I'm also a Nike athlete, so Nike also.
1: <laughs> work, work those <laughs> contacts. <laughs> Wimbledon tickets are no—you know—you can always uh, you can always finagle U.S. Open tickets. Some those Wimbledon tickets are no joke. Yeah, that's a tough. Yeah, one.
0: yeah, yeah. But I gotta—I gotta, I gotta thank. Uh, that's why I'm giving it a shout out now to thank you.
1: <laughs> the um, <But. laughs> you're you're the same year as the Brian's. What was that? Are you the same year as, as Bob and Mike?
0: Oh, no. The uh, they're one year ahead of us. One year ahead of us. Yeah, You ever and, talk
1: about the whole twin dynamic with them?
0: Uh, a little bit. You know, there's a funny story. We went to see them play. It, it, it was the tennis tournament that used to be at UCLA. I don't know if they even still do that. I doubt they even yeah. still do that one. Sadly, uh, no.
1: But that's, that's, yeah, that's a casualty that you- to uh, globalization.
0: Yeah, yeah, so we went to that tournament, you know, years ago. And I went with my brother and we were sitting behind them and we were trying to get their attention cuz they were blowing out their opponents and we were trying to like mess with them during the uh the changeovers. And we were like, "Hey, Bob, hey, Mike." And like they wouldn't turn around. And and I get that like when you're um on the court, you you get in the zone and no matter what, like even if someone says, you know, whatever, you, you just stay in the zone, but the one thing that always got in my head was when somebody said my high school when I was playing, like if someone yelled out Harvard-Westlake, I would always look. <laughs> that was like, the, it was like the one thing that would like get me to turn around and break my concentration. So I was like, okay, we gotta say something about Stanford. And then we, so we yell out. <laughs> it's the funniest thing. We yell out. You guys aren't the best ever twins to come out of Stanford, and we see them like look at each other, and then immediately like they turn both they, they both turn around, and they were like pointing at them, and they're like, "Hey, what's going on?" It was the funniest thing ever, <laughs> and clearly they are the best ever twins to come out of Stanford. But
1: <laughs> you guys did was, all right uh, for yourself. Not not everyone can level that charge. That's. Uh, <laughs> you, you could you imagine? Um, I mean, you, you and your brother weren't teammates after college. You, you guys never played together in the NBA, I don't no,
0: think. But. No, no. We have a lot of great pictures of ourselves you know, playing against each other in the NBA, but no, we were never uh, teammates. And
1: do uh, you, you imagine that, though, having your, your brother be basically your sports business partner?
0: <laughs> oh, gosh. I can only imagine all the fights. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but you said, you know, the, yeah, the Bryans the say about like... Uh... Our, our parents did. And actually, the, uh, the Bryans talked about this. You know, we, we've talked about this with the Bryans about... Um, there's always going to be sibling rivalry but the one thing that our parents and their parents did was um try to make them try to make us be teammates so when my brother and i when we were growing up we our parents would always make sure that we were on the same team it was sort of like you you get that mentality of us against them you know it's brothers versus take on the world and then bob and mike they said they told me one time that when they were uh and Juniors are playing each other, and if they were entered into singles that if they made it to the finals, they would never play that match and that's something that uh, our parents did too is like they they wanted to make sure that uh again that you take you that's that mentality of us against the world and you don't feed that sibling rivalry kind of thing and uh yeah it, it's really cool to see because obviously my brother you know. <laughs> He's my best friend, and it's the same thing. It's like you have that special connection uh, with him, and it's the same thing with Bob and Mike. And uh, but yeah, these are at the same time, you know, you, you are brothers, so you won't right. disagree. But, but, but they said that's <laughs> the beauty. They said
1: like these these other teams get into fights with each other, and after the match, they're both trying to like find new partners. And, uh, and Bob yeah, and Mike are like, listen, yeah. we, we can like beat each other up with guitars after yeah. the match, and we still know that the next morning we're uh, you know we're yeah, we're, we're bracketed for yeah. life here. So.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly, and it's so cool to see, you know, now that they're married and you know Bob has what three kids now, and it's kind of similar to my brother having three kids now too.
1: <laughs> Uncle Jason,
0: it's cool to see, like you know, the the development uh, as a as a human being.
1: All right, hold that thought, Jason Collins. For diehard football fans, it's time to gas up and hit the road because as of this week, NFL training camps have officially opened, and as he does every year. Peter King is heading out on the MMQB van to visit with NFL teams as they prepare for another bruising season. Check out the MMQB podcast on your favorite app, or hear the whole network at si.com/podcasts. The um, so I, I feel torn here because when when we first spoke, I don't know if you, this was whatever you know three three and a half years ago. You you said you, you, you this was you're, you're saying you know you're you're being gay was part of who you were, but it wasn't going to define you, and you didn't want to be remembered as you know the gay guy. That's, yep. That was your quote exactly. By the way, um, <laughs> you know, and at the same time, you you still remain the only active team sport athlete, you know, to to come out during his career. So I, I mean, I, I ask you that this well, is all. build-up. no. This no, all no. A build up.
0: Uh, we gotta remember if we expand it to uh, soccer. Robbie, oh, Rogers. Robbie
1: Rogers, yeah, yeah soccer. soccer. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, Grant Grant Wall, our soccer guy, just walked by. Uh, he'll be ha- <laughs> he'll be happy you said that. I'll, I'll keep this to Big Four, but no, uh, without without minimizing Robbie Robertson. Anyway, this is all a build-up to my asking you. Um, there is no out player in you know the top hundred that plays regular ATP events, and I'm often asked this: Why, why is that? How surprised are you? And I, you know, I, I sort of see, I, I see all sides of it, but I do think in 2016 it is fairly surprising. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't know how much of that is an individual sport versus a team sport, and I don't know how much of that is you know, a, a global sport and what might be perfectly well accepted well, in one country might not be in another, but I, I'm just kind of curious what you make of the fact there's no out ATP player right now, or or ever, for that matter, during his active career.
0: Um, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, a couple of them are still, you know, with that playbook of, you know, you wait till you retire, and then you make your, um, or start living your, your authentic life. I do know of a couple Uh, who are retired and, you know, living their authentic life, and I'm very happy for them. Um, um, You know, it's interesting that, yeah, we're still waiting for, you know, an out male tennis player to come out whilst, you know, still being active uh, on the tour. Um, Gosh, you know, it's... you think it would also be easier in an individual sport? Well, I was going to ask you part. that.
1: I, I don't know. But, I don't know. I mean, that, but at that the would, same time,
0: yeah. you know, there still is that component of the locker room kind of thing, and um, you know, that's on each individual for you know each individual to make that decision. And I can only hope that um, you know one day they you know get the strength to step forward and. Uh, and realize that it, they'll be helping themselves because they will relieve that stress of uh, living in the closet, and then they will also be helping someone else. Uh, as Martina Navratilova said, it's, it's it's not just about you; it's about helping someone else's life uh, and making someone else's life uh, better and easier. And um, I hope that you know a, a player uh, who is. Uh, in the closet uh, has a strong support system around them you know and I maybe mean, you know i always say that you know there's a there's a network of us out there you know with with robbie rogers myself wade davis billy bean and major league baseball um and just you know if you can reach out to us through social media you know because a lot of our stories there's a lot of common threads right and right. um it is really cool having those conversations with those guys and developing those friendships with those guys. And um.
1: I, I always like the story. I don't know if you told me this or I heard this elsewhere, but when um, he, he spoke about it openly, so I don't feel like I'm betraying anything. But um, with Michael Sam, before he made his announcement several years ago, the night before, there was a, a party of sorts mm-hmm. and all sorts of... Gay athletes came by, and it, it was sort of this—you yeah. uh, know—it it was almost this sort yeah. of re- re- revival tent. Um, no, there was there were clearly a community built, and I, w- I would say too. Um, I, I think there's a, a community of sorts among, you know, I, I of heterosexual athletes as well. That have extended. You know, Mar- you, you mentioned Marty's name. Yeah, and like James, yeah. Long James allies. Right. Marty yeah. Fish, Alex, yeah, allies, allies. Uh, yeah.
0: Andy Roddick. Those guys are, are huge allies of the LGBT community. Uh, great friends, people. Uh, you know, I can. You know, I can call James Blake and, and Marty Fish. You know, f- you know, a friend, and they, they. Every time I see them, you know, they ask about how's everything going with me and and my boyfriend and just um, and my family. And you know, they they are huge allies uh, of the LGBT community. And um, you know, again, it's just uh, I know that you know if a player were to step forward. That they could go to uh, Marty Fish and to James Blake and and get support, and that they would help pave a path for others uh, to support them as well, support that player.
1: T- tennis, man. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tennis gets a bad rap. T- tennis is, yeah. <laughs> is very progressive in a lot of ways. Um, yep. Your your game is uh, your your game's hanging in there. You do feel like you're getting better?
0: I've improved. You know, I I started out, you know. um, So I really picked up my rackets, um, actually, after I made my announcement on Sports (laughs) Illustrated.
1: Because
0: I wanted, you know, I was training. I was working out. I was, you know, I was in the best shape of my life. But I needed uh, a competitive release. (laughs) I needed that competition. And to this day, I still need that that competitive release. And it's actually uh, tennis was able to... uh, to provide that for me. Wait, that's, that's so I funny. I was going to ask like you that. A, yeah. a, a, yeah, a three-five, and uh, now I'm up to being, you know, four oh four five, and um, yeah, it's you know, it's kind of funny. It was like I, I will travel around. I mean, I travel around a lot for my uh work with the nba and depending on which city I- i'll bring my my rackets with me <laughs> and I'll even put up on facebook like hey i'm coming <laughs> to the bay area like uh if anybody is a 4-0 or better you know come play tennis with because like that was the worst is a buddy of mine uh said hey we should go play tennis and i was like oh or can you play And he's like yeah it's been a couple years so we get out there and we start playing and i am telling you complete beginner <laughs> oh, <I> was, oh. <laughs> it felt like I was giving a tennis lesson. Like, okay,
1: shake hands uh, with the racket.
0: Yeah, this is yeah. These are, this is called a grip. This is, oh. <laughs> like, we might not want to use both hands on the forehand.
1: Thought you were those lines. I thought you were, th- were going to tell me the opposite, though. You, you had the opposite experience. So oh, wow, yeah, you know, court, I haven't played drunk. in a while. Uh, you're you're gonna have to like go easy on me. I haven't played in a while, and then you're like, oh man, this guy's like, haven't played in years. He's better than uh, I now. See,
0: I've ever had that. No, but I I did play tennis with uh, recently in my club with. She she looks like Camilla Georgie. like cute, like little, you know, just not you know very wiry, like five, four, um, just gets out on the court. It's like, hey, Liz, why don't we hit the ball around? So I start hitting with her, and she is crushing the ball. Like, <laughs> it almost like hitting me off the court. And I'm just like, okay, like, okay, this is how it's going to be. Okay, I can deal with the pace. Let's do this.
1: Can we just pause for a moment and say that you busted out a Camilla Georgie reference? That's, <laughs> uh, that's quality right there.
0: <laughs> but it's so funny. It's like, that's the one thing I've learned about. Uh, tennis. You can never judge a book by its cover in tennis. Right, right, never. And right. I played one time with the. Uh, I was up at in, at Stanford. Um, maybe this was in April, and I set up a game with the uh, head of the economics department. And I was like, Oh, I should be able to beat this guy. He's, he's the you know the head of the economics. He's a, you know, I'm a nerd, and like he's like a super nerd. <laughs> so I should be able to beat this guy. Get out there and. Oh man, he's he's a lefty putting all kinds of spins on it and slices, and I'm like Jesus, <laughs> was like, that was a tough match. <laughs> I lost that one.
1: <laughs> you uh, all right? You 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 got one you got one player to watch. Yeah, you, know, you you can you get a ticket to watch any player you want at the U.S. Open. Who, uh, who who's the one player you want to be there courtside to watch play?
0: Oh, Serena, without a doubt. <laughs> I mean, there's. Um, there's no ticket that i would go to like if i if you know if, if someone says okay what match yeah exactly you know same same question it's like serena is the the ticket that i want to go i want to go see and um without a doubt i am like she is my queen oh, <laughs> i love her
1: <laughs> 22 majors is uh what, what about what about the guy side
0: the guy side, um gosh. I
1: love I love that you went to the City Open. It was like triple digit temperatures and uh, Ivo Karlovich. You know what?
0: I've been uh so this year I went to Indian Wells, hot <laughs> right, right. I went to my I went to Miami hot <laughs> hotter with humidity mm-hmm. and then City Open it was like <laughs> the 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 heat and the humidity was uh was amplified. It was uh so yeah, I I you know, I, and it's just so funny how, like, my schedule works out, um, and, you know, I'm able to, to attend. I was going to say, in, there's uh, a
1: women's in, event in Quebec matches. City, and, you know, uh,
0: and, I still haven't picked a guy. I would say, you know what? I'm a huge Rafa fan. So it's got to be, yeah, it's, uh, it's, if, if Rafa, obviously, and we got to see, you know, if he's healthy and if he's able to play in open. But if it's not Rafa, then it's Roger.
1: So you're going, you're, you're top heavy. You're going, uh, I gotta Here. go
0: with the old guy. If, right. go, right, if I were gonna do like a sleeper pick, um for the women's side, sleeper pick would be Sloane Stevens. Okay. And I met her at the White House at the uh, Easter egg roll. You did the egg drop, yeah, and yeah. She was uh feel like you like how I just dropped mm-hmm. that in there right there. It's like, Yeah, we met at the White we were we were hanging mm-hmm. out in the tennis mm-hmm. courts at the White House, so okay. <laughs> and she was so sweet. She was so nice and a huge fan of hers and uh uh okay, so Sloan, and then on the guy side.
1: Who's your like your your J.R. Smith? Who's your you know, not not don't look for him in the All Star game, but you enjoy watching him.
0: Um gosh, oh uh <laughs> <laughs> Why is it so tough? Right, I mean, tr- it's like, um, all right, if he plays the right way, Nick
1: Curios. Oh man, you know, as if, as you were giving your speech last night, yes, at the convention, he was losing to a uh, a teenage qualifier in I Toronto. Heard about that. So uh, it's, a, it's your your timing's interesting, but no, I I would agree. <laughs> He's a lot, a lot of talent. Oh,
0: you know what? No, wait, 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 wait. But also Gaël. I know what. I, I switch. I switch from Nick okay. to Gallo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Monfils.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's good. I, I don't know. I mean, I it's it's one of these hypocrisies of tennis fans. Like Kyrgios is like, oh, this guy's wasting his talent. Like, it's what a pity. And Monfils, everyone's like, we all love the guy. He's, yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: I, I got to switch to Monfils. All yeah, right. Uh,
1: yeah. 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 Um, all right. We've uh, this, this. This is great. We've exceeded our time that I told you. So this. This is. Uh, we we got to do this again.
0: You, right. you're, you're not. You're not
1: yeah, coming to. Uh, you will be at the open or are you
0: I am on the actually road taking a trip um a state department trip to
1: Africa. Oh man, <laughs> listen to your uh you're, you're playing tennis at the White House, you got friends in the Stanford Economics Department, you're speaking at the convention and now you're uh taking state department trips. I
0: will I will be representing our country in Africa. Yes.
1: Is this uh sports related or
0: Yeah, I'll be on a sports envoy uh and sort of sports envoy and NBA basketball without borders trip.
1: Oh, that's great. Okay, okay, that's great. Um, all right. So there, you, you've been to a lot of hot tournaments. There's a women's event in Quebec City in uh, in October. You, you will you will not have uh, humidity problems there. I think you, you <laughs> put, put, put that one on your calendar. But uh, it's always a pleasure.
0: All right, right. same Uh I'm...
1: We're we're going to do this again.
0: All right. Sounds good. All right. All Take right. care.
1: Thanks, Jason. Take care. All right. That does it for this week. Thanks to Jason for spending some time with us, busy man. Obviously uh, great guy. You can tell from that. Um, good to see how into tennis he is. Anyone uh, wants to play tennis with a 30, what is he now? 37-year-old seven-footer. Uh, Jason's available. Contact him, as he says, on social media when he comes to your town. All right, that does it for this week. Jamie Lasanti is our extraordinary producer, as always. I'm John Wertheim. You can follow us at the SI Tennis Twitter account or I'm John underscore Wertheim. I'm thinking next week we may do a little Olympics preview, and uh, we'll have to figure things out from there. I'm going to be working for the um, for the NBC Olympics tennis folks uh, during the Rio Games, and I'm not sure if I'll be able to do a podcast then, but we will try. Um, anyway, keep the suggestions coming. Always good to hear from you guys. Keep the you know, guest recommendations coming as well. We'll be back in seven days. Have a good week, everyone. That is this week's Sports Illustrated Tennis Podcast. Thanks for listening.